Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. All right. Welcome to the Sports Injury Central podcast. I'm Pro Football Doc. We're part of the Believe Network now, proud to say. Jacob's here. Taylor's here. Week three is almost over. We're headed into week four. This is Monday morning Pacific time. Um, we, we're we recording this before probably the Steelers get home, huh? Right. <laughs> airplane issues. That's a nightmare. I've been there. Anyways, uh, I've always said that West Coast teams get the short end of the stick traveling to the traveling to the East Coast, um, three day trips, et cetera, et cetera. But East Coast teams take it in the shorts on the way home, especially when they play a night game. Their scheduled arrival from the night game was already five thirty a.m. Oh, right. Now they're saying they don't even leave Kansas City where they diverted until 11.30 local time. So, I mean, obviously Monday's an off day. Tuesday's probably an off recovery day. And then they go back to Houston next week where travel to Houston will be easy. Home a little more difficult, time zone, et cetera. But all right, forget the travel stuff. Get that out of the way. And... The other travel issue I'll say, just because I've experienced it, I get why the Giants stayed on the West Coast for week three. They played Arizona, then they played in San Francisco. They got throttled on Thursday night, right. mm-hmm. and that fit our six scores and what have you. But my question, and it makes sense because it's a quick Thursday game, but teams have done it across a week. Yeah, did you have to deal with Thursday games? Yeah. The short rest, yeah. We, we dealt with Thursday games. Right. I mean, uh, on schedule release, I used to say, what did I say? Players uh, look at the big primetime games. Fans look at that. But the first thing players look at is when's the bye week. Yep. The say, first yeah. thing players, uh, fans look at is when's the Sunday night football and the big primetime games. Coaches look at divisional games. And, uh, you know, wives and girlfriends look at the holidays, right. yep. Thanksgiving you, you and Christmas, yep. Yep. et cetera. <laughs> and uh, team doctors look at the travel schedule. Are we? When are the three-day trips? Because I got to take off on Friday. And if there's a Thursday away game, that destroys Wednesday, Thursday, and part of Cause Friday. Because yeah. you have a regular yes. practice. Yes. So yes. everyone exactly. looks at different things. But, uh, yeah, I mean, we dealt with the, the, the travel issues. What everyone forgets about who hates Thursday nights is they they everybody understandably hates the before, but everyone loves the after. Yeah. It's a mini buy. Yep. <laughs> so and Giants that's play what, Monday too, so it's like they get the the extra day. I mean, so help. they almost have yeah. two buys this week. Yeah, right. And but the thing about staying, you know, to me and look, and it's a question: Would you rather save the flight and stay in a hotel? Or take the flight. Now it's a nonstop charter, okay, yeah, and yeah. and you're not crammed in a middle seat. Or take the flight and sleep in your own bed. Now the players with little kids might say hotel room. I get it. <laughs> you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Like I don't know about that for the Sunday to Thursday turnaround. I, that makes sense to kill Sunday Monday to fly home and fly back out on Wednesday. That makes no sense. But when it's a week in between, I'm not sure it makes that much sense. Mm-hmm. But anyways, let's go on to week three. Um, yeah, got, let's got, stick in the AFC North real quick. We got the Monday night game, two Monday night games, the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers against the Eagles in the early slot and the Bengals Rams. Probably everybody's eyes on that one with the status of Burrow. So give us I know we talked about Burrow last week on the podcast. Give us give us some evergreen just in case <laughs> the okay, decisions so, made by the so time here, people listen. So here's the deal. First of all. Let's break the trend, which is 
we get through week one, we get through week two pretty good. We've gotten through week three so far pretty good. Right. And Monday night, all heck breaks loose. Yeah. Week one, Aaron it's Monday Rogers, night curses, people are asking. <laughs> and Nick Chubb, right? Yeah. And just for a second here on Nick Chubb, I get that his knee was not dislocated when the doctors got out there. Look at the video. His knee was dislocated. And if his knee wasn't dislocated, why did they send him to the hospital? They sent him to the hospital because to make sure the artery was okay, which happens in knee dislocations. I like the optimism that's been put out there. A torn MCL only. (laughs) And maybe some ACL. Look, I'm not trying to get into all the things. Right. Even his patella was probably transiently out of place. The medial retinaculum, the meniscus, this, that. It's at least two ligaments, which, and it's a knee dislocation anyway you look at it. Okay, it was transiently dislocated. So you could call it subluxed. And it was back in. They didn't have to actively Push, put the yeah, knee yeah, back into yeah. place when they got there. But it's still a big hill to climb. And uh, what's the reasoning for doing this? Cause I feel like sometimes you can like hide the stuff, you know, the video's not there. That was a clear video. And I think someone that doesn't know what they are talking about could say that's in dislocation or something like that. Why would they try to optimism? Cause it is bad regardless of what happened. Right. Well, I mean, reporters are doing their job. Yep. They're good national reporters. Obviously right. I respect the heck you out of the them. agent stuff. You said, right. So it's always positive, right? I mean, there's coach speak, there's agent speak, mm-hmm. there's who knows. Everyone's got the, an angle. Everyone has an angle. Look, we have an angle. Yeah. Ours is by video. <laughs> right. Okay. We have an angle and we're not always right. And I can't wait till you bring up uh, how I was wrong on Amon Ross yeah. and Brown. I, I know it's there. coming. It's okay, <laughs> but we don't delete tweets. We have our angles on different things and so i think you just have to take where someone is coming from where i was coming from from experience in video analysis we're not from source reporting reporters are from source reporting is the agent is it the coach is it the player and their spin with that so we went sideways Mm -hmm. so back to our core which is injury analysis last week on the podcast we said what the decision hasn't even been made on joe burrow yet now what do you hear the decision hasn't been made on Joe Burrow yet in his Monday morning. Taking up to game time, all this stuff. Workout right. in the early morning. I don't believe for one second that it's a game time decision. I think it's a game time confirmation. They could change their mind. But I've been saying since Monday, I think there's a likelihood that Burrow tries to play. Mm-hmm. Let me just ask some questions off of last week's podcast. Look, at any point in time, Mike Brown can step in and say, Joe, we don't want you to. At any point in time, Joe can say, I don't feel up to it. I don't think I'm, you know, I had a setback or something at any point in time. But they're clearly setting him up to play. And I get it. There are reports this morning, Monday, already saying he's headed towards optimism, optimism, all these words. I think the optimism was already there. If the plan, look, we talked about how one week of rest isn't going to cure Joe Burrow. But one week of rest is better than no rest. And if they were thinking about actually resting him, why put him out in practice, even limited? The fact that they put him out in practice limited kind of showed you they're trying, they're angling towards trying to play him. Why not give Jake Browning all the snaps? And why even risk anything in practice on Joe Burrow when you already know a week isn't enough? Let's give him the full week. Instead, they limited practiced him what was mike brown saying on the cart i have my own theories yeah, that was a fun know. little 30 second cart right with the owners <laughs> or the the Joe, owner went out and here, took here, it for a little 30 second if i could put a bubble above mike brown's head here's what let's it'd be. do it yes <laughs> joey b you know we love you we don't think any less of you if you decide to sit we don't think any less of you if you know you don't feel good to go don't feel obligated because we gave you the $275 million. We're in it for the long haul with you. You're my guy. Translation, let's not do anything stupid to get hurt worse. Yeah. Let's not, oh my gosh, push this into an Achilles tendon rupture, which I don't think will be the case. And I still think there's a possibility Will's wears a dynamic AFO splint. But also, look, Mike Brown is not... David Tepper is not Stan Kroenke. His wealth is with the team. Right. 
he's still super wealthy. Oh my gosh. Yeah, right? he's invested. The rest of the world. Yeah. But yeah. he shelled out or shelling out $275 million. That's a long-term big time investment for yeah. him. He wants to make sure long-term that's okay. That's what I think he was saying. It's okay, Joe, you decide and whatever. The other thing I want to say from having been quote in the room in, in NFL locker rooms and meetings, these discussions are going on behind closed doors. But let me tell you something. I make nothing of the rumors from the players that say, I don't think he's going to play. First of all, they got Joe Burrow's back. Look, you don't need to play Joe. We'll take care of you. Second of all, players don't know. Nobody in the locker room is saying, Joe, are you going to play this week? <laughs> Joe would look at him and say, well, you mind your own business. Of course I'm trying to play. Leave me alone, yeah. right? I mean, look, did in our famous San Diego Chargers, Phillip Rivers, torn ACL six days from a knee scope, people in the locker room saw Phillip Rivers with the knee scope scars. They might have assumed he wasn't playing, but no one was saying, Philip, what's your daily status? I mean, <laughs> he might have talked to Billy Volek, his confidant, right. about what he's doing, but that's just not a conversation that happens. And so I get it. Jamar Chase all along has said, you know, get get better, get better. Mm -hmm. Bottom line is, I think he's going to try and play, but return to play is always a questionable thing. And what's going to happen when he returns to play? Will he have a dynamic AFO on? Maybe. It's go he's not going to run the ball. There may not even be rushing props up for him. The Bengals O-line has struggled. It's going to be quick ball out, quick ball out, get rid of the ball. Don't get stuck in traffic. The hard part is it is back foot, um, but Burrow's got a strong arm. So there's the summary. I think he's going to play, try to. That's where he's headed for. And the true game time decision is Joe Burrow is trying to play we're secretly expecting that the check mark comes, but that's where we're at. Yeah. But we're not going to commit to it until the 90 minutes. Because we might we have, have to pull the ripcord and go to Jake Browning if something weird happens. And yeah. by the way, make nothing of the A.J. McCarron signing. Zero. Some people would say, ah, see, they signed A.J. McCarron because it's Jake Browning and A.J. McCarron. A.J. McCarron's been around maybe knows the system a little bit, a little more plug and play. But let's go a little deeper. They had to sign another quarterback because Will Greer got signed off their practice squad to the active roster of the Patriots? I don't remember. I think that's where he went. I don't remember. Will Greer got signed off the practice squad of the Bengals, the former He's Cowboys. The Patriots, correct. Yeah, yeah. the Cowboys quarterback. Yep. So, and any team can poach any practice squad player at any time. Would AJ McCarron start over Browning? If that, <laughs> I would do that. I don't know if that makes sense, but like, I think maybe the tea leaves in past season is, oh, if Burrow's inactive, they have to have two active. No, here, here's, yes, and in here's, past seasons, and here's the thing, and that you're making the point here. Mm -hmm. uh, AJ McCarron is he in shape? What's his thing? Every system is not the same year to year, right? But here's why they brought in A.J. McCarron. They need a third practice arm. They lost their third quarterback. And remember the rule. You're allowed to have an emergency quarterback that doesn't count against the 46. Right. right. You, it's a freebie. You're yeah. not going to use the freebie? Yeah. Just, I mean, no one wants the San Francisco 49ers in the NFC Championship game where they had two and that's it. Yep. Here they're giving a freebie of the third. Why don't you fill it? And with 16 practice squad players and no limits on the experience of these guys, it used to be less than two years of vetted seasons. Now you can have a 15-year veteran on the mm -hmm. practice squad. So they're just utilizing it. So they signed A.J. McCarron to fill a third arm and to utilize that third emergency quarterback status not to come in and start right now, I don't believe. So I wouldn't read anything into that one either. So to me, it's tea leaves. But reading the tea leaves, they're trying for Joe Burrow. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Let's get to some uh, three fantasy names. Uh, get sickscore.com. Sick Insights is where you can get the latest uh, developments on fantasy news, um, including Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, the latest from last night. But let's start with uh, Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow's AFC rival. Uh, I know he came back in the second half in a blowout. 
didn't ankle didn't look that bad. I think we have a six score eighty four right now. That might go up ahead of next week. But it's a hang no, it's Patrick Mahomes, it's the Chiefs. We gotta talk about it. What what's what do you see, Doc? Well, as long as we're not talking about Taylor Swift. Although <laughs> my ten year old daughter, the twin of the boy, who loves Patrick Mahomes, favorite player of Chiefs, now might like the Chiefs better than my son does. <laughs> the uh the Swifty effect, whatever. Yeah. How do you make the heart? I don't like know. Kelsey jerseys are yeah, the emoji going now. on yeah, Twitter. So I mean, that was impressive. And, <laughs> and look, we were ahead of the news. I got so much grief for tweeting that Swift update with all those Taylor Swift songs. Because oh, yeah, I don't lyrics. think everyone yes. really knew about this. But I knew, no, just because my daughter's a Swifty and we were here in the room. <laughs> it was your own version of Bad Blood. It was good. No, I mean, it. whatever. Uh, <laughs> Taylor's line, he didn't like it at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But Patrick Mahomes, this ankle injury is way less significant than the high ankle sprain last playoffs and into the Super Bowl. And he did fine with that. Is it an ankle injury? Yes. The the Chiefs Achilles heel may be their right tackle and left tackle this year. He got rolled up on. But it's an inversion ankle sprain, not high ankle sprain. And he already played through – that right high ankle sprain in the playoffs and Super Bowl, he could have finished the game, but why when it's 41 nothing? Right. Look, he probably had to talk his way back in with Andy Reid. Oh, he so always tries one, to. Right. One <laughs> series, but Andy Reid probably says, okay, go score and you're out. Right? That's probably <laughs> what it is. So 34 nothing became 41 nothing, and then he sat. Makes sense. If he were healthy, you might sit him at that point in time, mm-hmm. right? 41 points. Um, so not too much to make of it right now. Yeah, our six score right now is 84 because it might affect his mobility some. But in terms of if we broke down six scores to his running ability, tendency run, it might be 70-something. But his passing ability, it still is in the 90s, right? Uh, so uh, it's Patrick Mahomes. But let's not freak out if he's LP on Wednesday. Oh, he's going to be. I can I mean, guarantee it. I mean, so <laughs> let's just note that they play sunday night against the jets so that that'll be a big focus i'm sure nbc will be talking about it comparing contrasting him in the playoffs last year with that with the ankle but interesting that it's a different nbc sunday night football hats off to them and and my guy mike ryan used to be the jacksonville jaguars head athletic trainer he's on the sidelines he's a medical consultant for them he gives the sideline reporter the information in game and they'll have a nice graphic about Mahomes last year ankle they they do the best medical work out there in my opinion uh kudos to uh Mike Ryan former head athletic trainer of the Jaguars he was with the Giants before and then Jaguars and known him for a long time so he helps that network do a good job on Sunday night. And if you notice, even Sunday night, Chris, Coll- Chris Collinsworth and company, they refer all the time to offensive line injuries. Yeah, cluster, like I heard that. cluster, cluster before. Yep, yes, yeah. yeah. So we like the PFF guys. You know, we've we've had them on here before. So it's uh, good that uh, people are talking about the same things. Well, Jacob, just to hijack your list, uh, Dennis Allen is speaking right now on Derek Carr, and he said he's week-to-week due to a sprained AC joint. Um, I know, Doc, we've been putting a little bit different stuff out there. What are your thoughts on that? I don't see how it's pure AC joint. Look, our first impression Mm -hmm. was AC that we put out there. We don't delete the tweets and this, that, the other. And then did modify it to say, is there something with the collarbone or SC joint? Because pure AC joints don't get sent to the hospital. Now, he got sent as a precaution and everything worked out. CAT scan or whatever you said, right? Yeah. Stadium x-rays are sometimes suboptimal. But it's just x-rays. There's no CT scan. There's no MRI. Okay. And if you're looking at lung markings for potential collapsed lung, and apparently doesn't have one, you can't use stadium x-rays. CT scan more accurate. X-rays are hard for SC joint to see because you can't get two planes. How do you shoot an, shoot an x-ray from the front? Yeah. How do you really shoot one from the side or right. from the bottom? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so there's a need for that. So I don't know that it's pure AC. And if it were pure AC... You should be able to inject it and play. Jimmy G has experience with AC joint, Derek Carr's replacement. Right. Injected and played some in New England and then got shit after the third week when yeah. he didn't inject and play. <laughs> um, Derek Carr, if it was simple AC, it might have been inject and play. The fact that it's a couple of weeks, I think this speaks, there's a little more to it. Where we're at now is I think there's more than just the AC, SC, something. 
It's not an IR. It's not surgery. It's not short-term IR. I'm not ruling him out for this week yet. Although Dennis Allen is saying He's week, to week, week, to week, yeah. week to week. I'm not ruling him out yet. SC joint sprains are very painful. They are harder to inject. It's not as simple as AC. Tyreek had one a couple of years ago. Yeah, Tyreke his was, was yeah. a dislocation and yeah. needed hospital. That was four weeks. And yeah, position he plays is a little different, correct? And even he, four, four weeks. But of course, throwing motions involved with the SC joint. SC joint here, sternoclavicular. AC joint here, chromioclavicular. The clavicle comes across here. That's the closest thing I'll come to models. <laughs> Use I, your I'm own. Not, yeah. I'm writing I'm it down. Not, Hold on. I'm, I'm not that. a big model guy. <laughs> it, it's not a. It's not an anatomy lesson, guys. But the bottom line is, whether it's here or here, it affects the throwing motion yeah. some, and especially follow through. Is this because so, they have a capable backup too? If they had like a Jake Browning type, do you think they would be pushing, or he would maybe go more for the injection? I mean, Jameis Winston is not, is you've been here for years. You called so. it out, Jameis against his former team. Yeah, New Orleans against Tampa Bay next week. So. Wish the best best for Derek Carr. Hopefully, make it back this week. But going to be best. entertaining no matter what. <laughs> Sounds like he's dead. <laughs> thirty for thirty. No, yeah. just kidding. Yeah. We all remember that year. Yeah? <laughs> thirty completions for thirty yards each. No, just yeah. kidding. Thirty for thirty. <laughs> 30 no. Ouch. We'll we'll see what happens there. But here's the thing: you, you can't return to play decisions are not in a vacuum. As much as you might say, oh well, the Saints say we're okay with Jameis. Derek Carr's not okay with Jameis. True. Derek Carr's not okay with Jameis if he plays well taking a job, mm-hmm. even yeah. though it's not likely given this contract and what have you. Nobody C- wants that. Capable backup works both ways for the team, but also for the quarterback that's ahead of him. Yeah. <laughs> so let's let's let it sort out. Um, I do think it's he's going to miss a little bit of time, but. I put it in the not impossible that he could shoot up and play. And you said not IR instance, so you don't not expect IR. Weeks, I don't yeah. expect yeah. that. Yeah. Tyreek Hill dislocated SC yeah. joint and missed four weeks. This is much short of that, so I don't think so. All right, next name I have is Hunter Henry. Uh, hurt his left ankle late in that win over the Jets. Uh, was able to walk off. They only they didn't have another possession after he exited, so. We have him at 83, but that that's a number that, that might go up, too. He's a top fantasy tight end. That's why he's on the very, list. Very, very productive. Yeah. Uh, we need all 22 video. Yeah. It, the, in a pile, it wasn't clear. Just like uh, Sauce Gardner needs all 22 video. Yeah, it's, he, he's <laughs> he pushing needs the it out there. He video, it, yeah. <laughs> well, I get why he's pushing it out there. Yeah. He's basically saying, don't think about suspending me. I, yeah, I did push Mac Jones. I should See the have. stuff before that, yeah. Yeah, yeah yes, see what yeah. led me to do that. So I get that campaign, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I don't begrudge him that campaign to, to do that. But you probably don't need to do it publicly. You could probably have your agent and the team send it to the league and say, you don't want this to come out and suspend it because this is what he's going to fire back with. You don't need to put it out there now. It's very day and age, though, right? Like they, That's just the kind of stuff you see, right? They control their <laughs> own right, social media. Run right they, to social yeah, media yeah, to defend themselves. Because yeah. he probably will get the same, you know, you know, ruling than he would without with his agent doing it, right? It just looks a little, I guess, bad that he did it himself, right? Well, I mean... Yeah, so if if it turns out there was a little cup check there. And by the way, we always say players do not wear cups, okay? In <laughs> right. the NFL, you can't flip your hips. What do you think the penalty is to Mac Jones? That's a good question. He's a repeat offender as well. Remember, he did some other stuff a couple years ago last yeah, year. Yeah, some tripping stuff yeah, or something like that, yeah. That they reviewed and said it was okay, but. Oh, interesting. No, th- would, thankfully a light fantasy I would say week. nothing, right? Probably nothing. <laughs> we'll let the league office decide that. Yeah. <laughs> well, but I don't think it's going to be Will Greer starting. Is is the point? <laughs> Thankfully, light uh, injury week for fantasy outside of Mike Williams. Uh, Mike Williams we covered on the uh, website video, all the above. Unfortunately, ACL tear confirmed, and you said possible MCL involvement uh, by video doc. ACL and MCL. So, um, rap sheets confirmed it. I don't think the team officially nah, has. Yeah. Should not no. But um, that's what the video looked like. And um, look, here's the expectation. ACL, likely MCL as well. What does that mean? Not much different. His season's over no matter what. He's going to need surgery. The MCL may delay his surgery by a couple of weeks. The swelling. Michael Gallup. Yeah, it was the same thing. Yeah. And uh, it's going to be hard for Mike Williams to return the start of, and be 100% as we've talked about. This is not a Nick Chubb 
<laughs> yeah. This is better thank, than Nick Chubb, but you know, who knows what's going to happen contractually. The Chargers did draft a wide receiver in the first round, Quentin yeah. Johnston. I mean, Josh Barman moves up, Quentin Johnston moves up. He's not getting paid much right now, and it jumps to $17 million after the season. So that's why I said there's an out that they could potentially use if they didn't want to pay him that 17 next year. Yeah. Yeah, who knows? There's all sorts of things. Right. You yeah. know, uh, restructuring, this, that, the other. Uh, there's all sorts of things. But anyways, uh, unfortunately, the bad news on uh, Mike Williams, and uh, that's the power of video. And then when you first guy said Mike Williams, and I looked up, you know, we got nine games going on in the room, right? And For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The lobbying. At least 8-4. Yeah, Don't what, go nuts. What is that? He's Come still on. going in. 7-5. <laughs> I'd love 6-6. Six, six. <laughs> morning and afternoon but nine three you can't even fit it on an eight box the old direct tv if you search your tweet stock every single year you have a tweet about it just i hate it it would go nine eight four at least you know i mean come on i mean relatively light injury week and i still had a headache after the morning slate so yeah when you guys first said mike williams the spotters in the room and i looked up at first i was like oh head because it was hit hit in the helmet and then back and then this is why we get multiple angles right. and videos and it's like oh no knee left knee ACL. it remind me of jimmy g i remember when i sent you the video i told you head in the text so you looked at the head first and then we started looking at it more and we're like wait you know that was more of the ankle and leg yeah so. yes let's go to the thursday night preview unfortunately i'm wrapping it into our bad call of the week uh monroe st brown under 72 and a half nine catches for 102 yards 12 targets against the falcons okay uh, let me just ask this question yeah mm-hmm. He was very productive. Definitely a wrong because our six score was too low. Yeah, I still believe he had a turf toe. My question, because there's nine games on and I wasn't primarily right. looking just at that, what sort of routes <laughs> did he run? Did he get a lot of yak afterwards? Was his route tree limited? I actually bet against his yak, and it usually gets <laughs> 27, 28. He got 27. So he was around, right around, the, and he was running every route he normally does. There okay. was there was chance, there was times where he didn't run after the catch; he would fall down. That was more the throws than him extending the play. Okay, so yeah. you did you watched closely? Yeah, we had his props, no, so you know I watched. And, then, and <laughs> then you're okay. So yeah. it's it's a wrong, wrong, wrong. It's a turf toe. It certainly wasn't as severe. What did he say on his McLaurin's. podcast that you told me, Jacob? Yeah, he said right before the game. He said he well, he said a lot of things. He said uh, he missed most of the second half with cramps. Uh, we kind of saw that in right. game, and you said he <laughs> would return to that game when he had the turf toe. He said he avoided turf toe. He thinks his bone. He had kind of a bone bruise that his bones touched in his in his foot when that happened. So instead of a formal turf toe where you enter injure the plantar plate, the toe bent enough that it banged the ends of the bones together, but didn't cause an injury to the plantar plate. So it's a more minor form of turf toe. I'm not going to agree that I'm wrong on turf toe. I'm <laughs> a thousand percent. It sounds like you but, agree. You his, his excuse makes sense, our excuse, but his reasoning is a little makes sense. Like, yeah, well, the bottom line is he outperformed his six score, so yeah. we were wrong. He also, you would use a steel toe for the bone bruise, or is it specific? Yeah, to okay. make the, okay. the toe yeah. stiffer, okay. you know, yeah. a plate in the shoe kind of deal. It's so, not just for turf toe. It's for you know, other things, yeah. He outperformed. Yeah. yeah. For he's, sure. He's only missed one game in his career. He said he's played with the steel plate before. Maybe we should have factored that in. Well, I didn't know that. <laughs> familiarity. Piece, but familiarity most wide receivers steel do toe. not like that steel yeah. plate. And that may be he's able to compensate. Like the AFO tonight, potentially, he's not going to enjoy playing through that, bro, if he has that, right? Uh, yeah, but, you know, if it's explained to him as protective. Right. Then he, yeah. You know, and, <laughs> and if the team says, you want to play, use this. Mm-hmm. It depends. Like yeah. I said. I think they got a good medical staff. I know their head athletic trainer. They're going to end up doing the right thing, but I think they're going to try and have him play. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm uh, I'm blaming myself because I'm going out of order in my rundown, and because uh, I don't, <laughs> I, we don't listen realize, to your rundown know, here over here. <laughs> you guys wouldn't know, but I'm going out of order. So Thursday night, Detroit and Green Bay. Uh, I just want to tie that bad call. The Amon Roth, St. Brown. So he'll be good for Thursday, correct? Uh, David Montgomery with a thigh bruise uh, was initially down. Uh, I think he had an 
LP this week. He might have been, but he was doubtful, did not play. Um, they're without their left tackle, Taylor Decker, with the high ankle and Vita, uh, not Vita Vea, Vitae. <laughs> and then uh, Kirby Joseph in the secondary and Josh Reynolds played through groin but was not targeted. So they kind of have some issues on that side. Green Bay, Aaron Jones, Christian Watson are the, kind of the big ones to watch. Will they be back from the hamstring strains? Christian Watson, I think tough. It's only a short turnaround speed guy. Hasn't played this Hasn't year. Hasn't played yet. this year. Yeah. Aaron Jones. Four days from Sunday, I'd say normally iffy, but he looked really good in his pregame workout. Like yeah. He just missed the cutoff on Sunday, maybe. No, he wasn't going. Like, okay. If, we Aaron, out five, if, we if Aaron Jones <laughs> is a game time decision, why is he working out five minutes before the 90 minute inactive? You knew already. Is, yeah. is, I mean, it takes you five minutes to type up or fill out the sheet yeah, sometimes. Right, right. I mean, do they have two versions sitting it wasn't there a last yes, minute? Go, yeah. Or do they, <laughs> if they really was a game time decision, is Aaron, can you take the first bus? We need to know. Yeah. Right. We, it, we can work out. The other thing is, as hard as he worked out, that wasn't a test it. That was a workout. No, it reminds me of uh, Dak Prescott with the calf strain. Like, I think it was last year, maybe two yes. years ago, that. He worked out super hard, and everyone was like, "Oh, that means he's he's going. He wants to get ready to go." Like, no, that's... And it was like an hour before the game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's... Yeah, that's just his workout. I think this is just Aaron Jones' workout, but he looked pretty good there. So we'll have to see what uh, happens. Yeah, it's kind of uh, interesting. Both sides but he has have a chance. Yeah, both sides have O line. Sorry to cut you off, Ducks. Both sides have O line issues. Bakhtiari for the Green Bay and Elton Jenkins on that left side, and then we'll see if they get Jair Alexander back. Well, if if we talk about the big running backs, okay. Aaron Jones, Saquon, Eckler, I'm yeah. sure we'll get to, and David Montgomery. Am I forgetting anything? That's big, the four. You big, added Jones on that. We had three. Okay. That's good. That's a good four. So in order of return ranking, right? Aaron Jones first, cheating a little bit. because He's he got first. a chance on Thursday. <laughs> it's Thursday. Right? It's right. It's and up. I think he's on track for the week after. Yeah. So cheating a little bit. Aaron Jones one, Eckler two. Montgomery three in terms of order of return, right? And Barkley four because of the high ankle confirmation. The that, ordinary, that be, ordinary, yeah. The, the ordinary, <laughs> ordinary high ankle. Yeah. yeah, but my point is, right now that would be the order I would say in terms of how they progress to come back. There's there obviously can be ties and other things, but that's my order. All right, our good call of the week, and it ties in with our coach speak because it's going to be an ongoing topic. Uh, Andy Dalton over two hundred eleven and a half passing yards. Through 58 times, 34 completions, 361, and two touchdowns against Seattle. Well, yeah, 211 was good. But part of that also is Seattle secondary injured, right? Yeah, Reek Woolen missed. They said they think they'll get him back this week. So that's part of it. And part of it fits with what we were saying that Frank Reich was telling Bryce Young to take a little break on his ankle. Not that it wasn't injured, saying, young fella, we got you. Don't push yourself when you're injured, right? What do you say about Josh McCown? That was key too as well, what you said, right? Well, Josh McCowan, and, and Mike Garofalo pointed mm-hmm. this out, mm-hmm. Josh McCowan is the quarterback coach in Carolina. When he was in with the Jets as the backup quarterback, Sam Darnold was the rookie. Mm-hmm. And in his rookie season, Sam Darnold had a small injury, and Josh McCowan started to give him a breath to catch up. So this is the same thing. It's a way to to protect the young guy without benching him. He's not 100%. You don't want the ankle to get worse. You don't want him to get a head injury or, or hurt something else because he's what half a step slower. He's drinking from the fire hose. Here's a good chance for him to take a step back. Right. You have Andy Dalton. You wanted to exploit the Seahawks secondary a little more with passing. Look, Andy Dalton, he played okay. He got a lot of yards, but... 58 times it's a lot of passes maybe one more week of put hold back and rest like i'll use an analogy for myself when i was training in orthopedics i used to want to do surgery want to do surgery like want to do the case then i'd do the case and it didn't go as smoothly as i wanted it to and then it made me want to say i want to watch the next one Cause what am I missing here? What are the subtleties that I'm missing right. to make mm-hmm. it better next time? I don't want to keep struggling through this ACL surgery. I want to take a step back and look at someone good 
a really mm -hmm. good surgeon do it? What am I missing? What are his key steps? And I think it's a chance to do that. And at least that was for, from, from my learning and, uh, and so forth. So I think it makes sense there. Um, and uh, doesn't mean they've lost faith in, in Bryce Young. It's just, if anything, they're trying to protect him. I will say this, though. If you really think he's too small to run a quarterback sneak, <laughs> then he might be too small to run, be a run and pass quarterback in this NFL terms of the hits so i don't know if, what to make of that yeah. random statement that's been yep. floated out there frank Reich talked this morning he said he's not sure if bryce will practice on wednesday he said he talked to bryce on sunday and said uh bryce said he said he felt better every every day and he's put him done his part to put himself in a position to get back on the field okay so i think you're hinting for another week off right. for bryce young who do they play i don't know and three panthers against own three minnesota vikings oh interesting so here's the thing with that okay does anyone believe, and this will illustrate my point about Bryce Young, okay? Let's just say we all know the answer to this. If Bra Tom Brady has the same ankle injury as Bryce Young, he's 100% playing even without practice. Yeah. But Brady's not even mobile, right? okay? But you take other examples of quarterback. Justin Herbert with that same ankle injury. Not playing. I mean, he's playing. He's, he's playing, playing, playing. Right. even if he doesn't, you know, <clears throat> hit practice or whatever. Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts is playing. Mm -hmm. Okay. I mean, Josh Allen is playing. Okay. Any of these guys, Patrick Mahomes is playing. Right. It's part of it is young guy needs the reps. And once you don't practice, there's no possible way that you can start. And here's the other key. I don't know Carolina or Frank Reich's pattern, but typically it's Wednesday offense install, Thursday defense install. So it was in the Colts. Yeah. And Friday is specials, mm -hmm. red zone, special team, special circumstances. Mm -hmm. It's not exactly all of that, but that's why Wednesday is pretty key for Bryce Young. If he's a DNP, he's not playing. He's right? not part he, of the offense. You're going to do yeah. not put the young guy in for offense install, unless you like flip the days and teams have done that before. First, wait till Thursday. For yeah. the, but you don't want to, you don't want the tail wagging the dog, right? Yeah. I mean, he's one player. You, you want the team, what's best for the, the boat team. needs to keep, yeah, keep going. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. So uh, I think he's probably one more week of rest here. Let's get to an interesting quarterback situation and a matchup we have circled for injury reasons. Uh, Broncos against the bears next week kind of saw at the end of that uh Kansas City and Chicago game Justin Fields took a big hit uh it seemed like more of an elbow to the jaw something like that but got up appeared a little woozy DJ Moore did the right thing grabbed him pointed to the sideline and then he came back in the game later on which was kind of a surprise to us what do you make of that doc well I'd love a full explanation I know the Bears team positions I like them I respect them I trained slash worked with them they're really good so this is not any way shape or form a pot shot at any of the medical staff at all the yeah, medical right. staff <laughs> and remember the game was in kansas city yeah so there there's no homer chicago area neurologist or neurosurgeon right. clearing justin fields this is a neutral truly neutral uh, person look even if it were Patrick and the Chiefs they have someone not affiliated with the team and, and etc so with that I look at it as there has to be an explanation the visual facts don't fit look I'm not surprised if there's a fine coming for the Chiefs player for the elbow right um and he clearly seemed to by video be a little bit oozy and off balance like a punch drunk fighter leads you to your corner kind right. of thing could it have been something else? Maybe. But here's my lobby. Can you explain it to us? You have a pool reporter that speaks to the head referee at the end of every game. Why not have a pool reporter even submit some written questions that Dr. Alan Sills and the league can supervise the response on to clear it up afterwards? And maybe the doctor doesn't want to talk because he doesn't want to get caught in in anything. But you could do it in written form. Right. Look, remember when Devontae Adams in Green Bay, everyone thought he got knocked out and he was whatever. And right. then after the game, there was an explanation that was floated that it was wind and this is why he was cleared. 
I want the doctor to say that yeah. this is when, and this is why we felt, even if it's in written response and the doctor isn't named, the right. medical report says, I guarantee you, Dr. Alan Sills called the Bears team physician and the independent neuro. Do you think the NFL has to say something today or the Bears will or nothing I, at all? I, I don't know. Yeah. I found it a little odd that we find out from Justin Fields taking the podium or not taking the podium. Like he did answer questions after the game. I don't know specifically if he was asked about the concussion hit, whatever. We, I need to go here, back here, and look. Here, here, here's, here's my point. Feels like there should be a buffer between that and the player. If that were the Sunday night game, the NFL would have to address it. Yeah. When there's a lot of other football going on. Buried in the morning sleep. buried storyline a little bit I, I, i'm not even saying that there's anything wrong with nefarious no, i think yeah. it's fair to ask the question what happened here and i'm just asking for transparency all the time i've said i always say if something doesn't make sense from the outside is because you don't know the whole story this doesn't make sense from the outside just want to look for the whole story and the whole story probably makes sense well, so i'm not casting any stones at any of these doctors or this situation or the bears team Right. whatsoever i just want to throw a comparison um nba at the at the end of each game they do a pull report of the referees and all the missed calls they do in the final two minutes it's just a written thing and they just explain what happened that, that could easily well the nfl does it yeah. now with the referee after every game right they can reporter. easily do the medical side, now think, and yeah. for those who say well hipaa 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 easy solutions first yeah. of all you think there's HIPAA involved in the injury reports that come out <laughs> i mean there's seems HIPAA. like it's waived it's, for it's most waived. of the nfl <laughs> but even on sensitive issues why don't you say look we will have a pool reporter ask questions as long as the player in question agrees. So if Justin Fields says, okay, then you can answer some questions. Right. If Justin Fields says no, then you say, for HIPAA, we're not going to. At least you're trying. Because right. if you don't have anything to hide, why hide it? Right. Yeah. I'm assuming they don't have anything to hide. I guess that's all I'm saying. Your next guy, you're going to talk Jimmy G. He didn't go to the podium last night. Is that If you have a concussion, does that automatically mean you don't go to the podium? I'm not exactly positive on Jimmy G having a concussion yet. Mm -hmm. Now, we all know Minka Fitzpatrick, did he? Terry McCauley said it wasn't a penalty. He, did, yes. he still contacted the head a little bit. He developed symptoms later, maybe, and he was being... They just said he was being evaluated. Being evaluated and today's in the protocol. Yes. Um, That's what they've said about mm -hmm. it, yeah. Is he officially in the protocol because he has a concussion? Or is he in the protocol because it's normal to for someone who might have had delayed symptoms to recheck them the next day as part of the protocol, right? right? There's a yeah. fine line difference. Part of the concussion protocol is to check players without concussions and to continue to check them. So did he have a concussion? I don't know yet at this point in time. Not enough information. But it's also possible that he missed the media portion open to whatever because that was during his Their evaluation, evaluation. Yeah. Yeah. and afterwards he said ah the window passed or whatever right. it is or maybe they said we're going to check you again before you're whatever so you don't need to speak to media and right. so you know it's an easy excuse too so it remains to be seen but i'm just saying if we have this discussion on jimmy garoppolo when there's no and then there was another one andy dalton we tweeted on it very early first minutes of the game yeah. against seattle yep. he gets a Direct helmet helmet to helmet, yeah. helmet to the chin you know face mask his head goes flying backwards there's a roughing penalty and there was no mandatory check at least that we saw and he's had a concussion TV. before so i mean it, that's i believe deshaun double, watson yeah. as well deshaun watson took a hit and literally stayed in the game didn't didn't go out for a play or anything and i'm not lobbying to stop every game this, right, that right. the other but you know, one thing that I would say is if your head check comes as a result of the penalty, there should be a timeout charge to the offending team. And then you can do a quick screen and get them back in the game without there being a penalty since on, like, in theory, here's this illegal hit. Danny Dalton gets hit. There's a buzz down. He's got to sit out at least one play. Yes. But you're penalizing, you're rewarding the offending team there. Pretty, so yeah, yeah, for doing right. that. So the, the the fix to that is if that happens, you this the offending team gets charged a timeout when there's a buzz down, and then you're not penalizing the team that was just trying to play football, and you are penalizing the team that right. had the offense. Yeah. It's another deterrent. Uh, if your direct action causes another player a stoppage of the game like you can't just stop the game randomly well you guys get charged a timeout 
Andy Dalton gets checked. And the rule is, look, how do you get a player back in the game? The the Panthers could call timeout and right, he right. could get him back in the game without the mandatory one play out. Charge it to the Seahawks. Okay. Oh, that's smart. Uh, one more matchup I want to get to, and then we'll get the beast of the week. Baltimore at Cleveland, big divisional matchup. Uh, Ravens had some issues against the Colts, and Gardner Minshew has an interesting injury one as well. Uh, Gus Edwards in concussion protocol after taking a big hit. Rashad Bateman had his t- hamstring tighten up uh, late in the game. He only had one target for uh, one catch for six yards. Uh, Ronnie Stanley week to week with that knee sprain. It's been two weeks that he's missed. Uh, Linderbaum also missed two weeks with a high ankle. OBJ, will we see him back? And Marlon Humphrey may be back from the foot. Is there any more? Uh, I think that's all. <laughs> yeah. No, there's more. There's more. Oh, uh, <laughs> Marcus Williams. Marcus Williams. Yeah. In the pack, both Dave, outside linebackers. David Ojabo ankle. Yes. David Ojabo on top of the two starting outside linebackers. What position is not touched? Is getting to a certain point, right? <laughs> Tight well, end's healthy now. Yeah. Well, <laughs> this is why on our company pick'em where you give the free thousand dollars. I even tweeted out. I said, I'm taking the Colts this yeah. week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Why? Because they get bonus points for the upset. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and the Ravens were really banged up. And uh, so that's probably what propelled my score up there a yeah. little bit this week. They had a 69-6 score team, which is one of the lowest we've had. In the Ravens are banged up. Years. Now, they have <laughs> done well. Kudos to John Harbaugh playing through injuries in the good past. Depth, or, yeah, good depth coaching, and so yeah. forth. But they were one of the most banged up teams this, this week. And uh, – you know, the Colts uh, were able to take advantage. And, of course, Anthony Richardson, like we talked about last week, did not clear the protocol. He'll Didn't even a, practice last week. He'll have a better chance to clear I have another uh, concussion. To, um, McDaniel just said Jalen Waddle is still in concussion protocol. Is that an issue? Because it's now it's leaking into the second week. They said he's feeling optimistic. He, he, he did how he's LP feeling. on yeah. the Saturday before. The, yeah, but here's yeah. the thing. There's a difference between a player is still experiencing concussion symptoms and still in the protocol. He could be like the fifth step or the final step. Uh, yeah. let, let, let me tell you, there's no hurry on Monday. Okay. To clear a guy. Yeah. Once you don't clear on Friday and sometimes Saturday morning from concussion, Jalen Waddle, mm-hmm. they're not, they're checking every day, but they're not sending them to the independent neuro on Monday. They're waiting until the to next, clear next week. Yeah, the fastest you would send to the independent neuro is on Tuesday afternoon or Wednesday morning because maybe you want him cleared FP. On Wednesday, but you have to understand the typical step is to be graduated return to practice. And log a full exertional practice without contact. And get checked out. Make sure you don't have symptoms and then exit the protocol. Yeah. So the earliest would be Thursday right. slash Friday right. for him. So we're going to continually talk about it still. So it'll like be the, whatever. Yeah. Yes, and yeah. uh, I saw the stats of uh, the, the six fastest. Oh, next gen times. Time. Next yeah. gen yeah. times yeah. are all on the Dolphins. Yeah. Tyreek, one Mostert, and two uh, uh H-an. Devin, uh, H-an, yeah. that's what he said, yes. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. Um, <laughs> to pause on that yes. one. <laughs> my people. No, He's no. reaching in everyone. <laughs> no. uh, my point is, holy smokes, greatest show on grass? They have a grass home field. I, I get it. They play on turf on the road. And, <laughs> right. But the Rams are the greatest show on turf, and they played on grass. So, yeah. Uh, greatest show on grass. McAfee just said they're the team. They're exciting. They're the team to watch yeah. every single week now. So now, if that term gets adopted, I need royalties. Greatest show. <laughs> you have guys. it recorded here. So sure. <laughs> to be fair, if I, I think if Tyreek was on sand and I was on grass, he could still beat me. So yeah. I don't think it would be close. I mean, <laughs> to be fair, if, if Tyreek were on sand and, 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 and I'm on pavement with my bike, he beats me. <laughs> Field Yates said send him to the Olympics next year, right? Yeah. As well. Why not? <laughs> They're all, tra- they're all track stars, all of them, right, as well. Yeah. All right, Beast of the Week. got two nominees for you guys. Uh, Miles Garrett had three and a half sacks against the Titans. Absolutely terrorized Tannehill in that offensive line. At one point in the game, he had two tight ends trailing him to whatever side he was lining up on. They had to call a timeout because he just kept running back and forth to the play clock. All right, all right. <laughs> well, we have to show the video. Yeah, so he, was, imagine, he, was, yeah. he was an earlier Beast of the Week. For the crossover dribble. For the crossover yes. dribble. Early in the game. The game wasn't even decided. Six, six snaps. Six, six yep. snaps yep. in. He's crossover <laughs> dribbling, and then he crosses over the center as he rushes. He's telling him what he's going to do. Yep. Is that more impressive or this one where 
Two tight ends flipped are on his side. He moves to the other side. Two tight ends follow him. And he comes back, and two tight ends follow him, and the, and the play clock is running out. they got to call timeout. I mean, that's a, a – still finished with almost four sacks, too. <laughs> Someone said, why don't you just run it to the side that he vacates, but you got two guys in motion. You can't snap it. Yeah, you can't snap yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. You're, You're stuck in a way. I'm surprised that, that there wasn't already a penalty because once you're set, you can't have two guys in motion. Right. Obviously, yeah. they weren't. So next time, if this happens to to Miles, he's got to wait for him to set and then change, and then they really can't change <laughs> oh, anymore, right? He's he's in everyone everyone's OC's head. <laughs> yeah. So I, look, that's pretty fun and impressive. But um, at what's least the other at one? least they're keeping track of him. The Jets coach wasn't keeping track of Micah Parsons apparently. So <laughs> we, we don't have time to get into that. <laughs> Second one I got for you is uh, Texans fullback Andrew Beck, the 85-yard return that's on every highlight. I know it ruined our Jags live and Jags in general, but pretty impressive that the uh he's the up back he's supposed to block he goes back fumbles the fumbles the thing he got the ball initially he, he got ran into <laughs> yeah. by the returner because he was yep. so shocked that he was back well, there trying for, to catch it first first of all i mean that goes a couple levels okay uh, first of all I'll, I'll give it to the fullback fullback love here when does that happen uh, actually i texted with lorenzo neal this morning so fullback is 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 uh is is on my don't eliminate mind. him fullback love yes but here's the thing the first thing on that is a you're always supposed to, the 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 guy the the back the kick returner that's like the center fielder. Supposed to call him off. Right? He yeah. controls anything that the yeah. infielder does. He's supposed to call him off, and the infielder is supposed to listen. He's supposed to listen. Second of all, when it's short and high like that, you're supposed to call for a fair, fair catch. catch. Incredible that he didn't right? call, fair he didn't call for a fair <laughs> catch. And then he fumbles it. But the most interesting thing is, as every special teams coach will tell you, stay in your lanes. Stay in your lanes. Stay in your lanes. Because of the muff, yep. people got out of their lanes. They're going for the ball, yeah. Right? And that's what allowed him to get the edge in the corner. Well, it's a safety. But, you're not supposed to let anybody buy you. That's your job. And he took a but, long But it is impressive. Once that, the ball's on the ground, you ball's on the ground, yeah. you know? That a fullback could outrun Everybody. the coverage to go that direction. <laughs> Kept waiting for guys to just get the angle on him, and they somehow they didn't and he was hurt, he hurtling a little bit little small little <laughs> hurdles <laughs> yeah he looked like a fullback running but yeah. he made it so yeah. we'll give him a, a fullback love there kudos and andrew back yes. yeah but i mean that that one you know the special team coach was probably the classic no 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 what do you know oh my god no, no. oh good job yes yes, yes <laughs> absolutely <laughs> out of the out of the lanes and, and, and this this week it'll be don't ever do that again <laughs> i know uh, it's hard to say don't ever do that again when when you know yeah you'll say that but you know <laughs> yeah I, I don't think he's doing that again that was a enjoy the highlight yep. we'll give you the beast career the moment week. right there you yes know, go for it yes all right, thanks for watching Sports Injury Central podcast with the Pro Football Doc guys and crew. And uh, thanks to the Believe Network. Go to SICscore.com. The Sick Insights are killing it. All of our stuff is uh, doing pretty well. Of course, you got to bring up the one bad one. Well, no, that, we like that. Hey, we, we like that. One we, good, one bad. We like, um, we like, no bias over here. We like, like, <laughs> like, we don't delete tweets. Accountability, we, absolutely. We like it when bring things up in terms of what's going on. All right, thanks for watching. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.